Welcome to Just for Cybrates. Is eating and drinking your passion? Well, then you are on the right place. Mm. This is your host, Chef Italia Rodriguez. Sit back and enjoy. Cyberies, how exciting it is for me to be back to talk about sexy food. Today we will talk about some fun taboos that food and sex have been sharing for ages. We will talk about aphrodisiacs and some chemical and psychological facts behind them. Food and sex, oof, what a great combination. It can be one and then the other, or both at the same time? <laughs> These two pleasures have always been related. They both involve desire, and both are also essential to human life. From the fact that a poor diet can be terrible to your sexual performance, and well, also to your biological performance if you are trying to get pregnant or to get someone pregnant, We also find some so-called sex drugs or love drugs, like chocolate. But does it really make an impact in our libido? Or is it merely a placebo? Well, let's take a look at this great topic, starting by what are aphrodisiacs? The word aphrodisiac comes from Greek roots and it refers to the Greek goddess of love, Aphrodite. Aphrodisiacs are supposed to have an effect on our libido by altering hormones like testosterone, enhancing or helping a human being get delicious sex. If you were having a date that you wished to end up in a steamy night, what would you both have for dinner? Would it be a big greasy pizza or maybe oysters followed by a shrimp dish with some spicy sauce and of course strawberries with dark chocolate for a sweet finish? Yes, all of these are well-known aphrodisiacs, but what does science tell us about this? Well, before that, let's begin with three very important things. Visual association, temperature and psychological facts. It has been little proven on the actual effects of these items directly into the sexual organs, but it all started as visual association. Oysters were seen as vulvas, and shrimps, well, as penises, as simple as that. In all times, all food that looked like a sexual organ was associated with having some effect while eating them. Now, let's talk about temperature, spicy food. Well, if we eat something spicy, it, it has also a psychological effect because of what happens in our body. Spicy food will make you feel hot, you will sweat, your heart rate will increase, so of course, by association, 
you will feel aroused. Now again, if you are in the right mood, in the right circumstances, I mean, this doesn't mean that every time you eat something spicy, you will feel sexual, sexually excited, of course. But because of the things that you will feel in your body are similar to those that you feel when you are getting aroused or excited, then your brain may say, okay, something's going on here and make the association. Now, we have to remember that there are some psychological facts that are very important. When we eat with a lot of desire, something happens in our brain which is similar to what happens when we are having an orgasm. You will release dopamine, the pleasure chemical. Dopamine is a vasodilator. Sorry if my pronunciation is not amazing on this crazy terminology that I don't usually use. But it's a vasodilator that it will help to widen blood vessels. And so it helps incredibly towards getting a good erection or in the case of a lady getting the genitals to inflame and get sensitive. Something that is also very important psychologically wise is anticipation. Don't forget the mind is very powerful over the body. If the anticipation of the act is big, then the body of course is likely to respond. Let's say during that romantic date that we were talking about eating oysters, it's not only the oysters you are eating, but also the anticipation that you are having on this food provoking something on both of you guys in your bodies. All right. Now, something else that it's great to touch here are smells. As you may know, the sense of smell is extremely powerful, having a lot more neurotransmitters than the sense of taste. So beware, smells can turn you on. The way that the smells of food may have an impact in, in our sexual mood is because of several things. Let's see. Research has shown that some smells increase blood flow to the genital area, not only directly to the genitals. Different combinations work for men and different combinations work for women, but some are very, are very subtle but very present. Now remember, we're talking about food smells, not perfumes that nowadays contain pheromones and other chemical things that can make you feel aroused or sexually inclined. Now going back to the studies I was telling you about, um, in these studies it was proved that certain combinations trigger arousal and give or encourage an erection in both clitoris and a penis. Something important to consider is that during this research made in the Smell and Taste Treatment and Research Center in Chicago, they presented men and women different smells, measuring with a special machine if there was some change in their genital blood flow, and the results were positive. Mainly for women smelling liquids 
which is like a type of anise and cucumber. And for men, mostly smelling freshly baked cinnamon rolls or like pumpkin pie. However, these results change according to different countries. This is incredible because it it means that it might be a matter of memory association more than a universal rule. Literally, some aromas made some people more aroused than others according to their cultural background. Isn't this fascinating? Okay, you want to take some a look at some science? Let's see. chemistry come to me now do you really think oysters only get someone going by its looks well no oysters contain the aspartic acid and NMDA which encourage the brain to release oestrogen and testosterone cling 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 the sex hormones now what about chocolate in Mexico a long time ago Aztecs associated chocolate with the goddess of fertility, Coatlicue, and ever since, chocolate has been considered an ally for lovers. It sounds romantic, but chemically it contains three big components. First, we have tryptophan, an amino acid that ends up producing serotonin, a neurotransmitter that acts regulating good mood in the brain. Yay, we love serotonin! It also has anandamide, another neurotransmitter that focuses in the same areas that THC in cannabis does. Isn't that interesting? And finally, we can take a look at phenylindlamine, a substance that makes you feel good. It's something similar to an amphetamine, so to say. As you can see, Chocolate is actually a cocktail of substances that act all together in our, in our brain and if the mood is right, it will help you a lot to get sexually excited. But in other circumstances, it will only make you feel good. It's important to mention that no food has been scientifically proved to be a sexual organ stimulator itself. However, It might help you, here and there, both physically and psychologically, to help stimulate desire. Now, this is what science says, but tradition is way bigger. And in tradition, mostly in Asia, we have several things that have been used for ages as a sexual aid. So, let's see. Foods that might work according to years and years and years of use. First we have ginkgo. From Japanese ginkyo, which means silver apricot, this is a herbal supplement that relaxes the blood vessels and increases the blood flow to peripheral organs. These include the genitals, but not only. Another one we have is fenugreek. This is a plant that has been used in Ayurveda medicine for many years and it was traditionally, it is, 
a treatment for women who have, let's say, a low sex drive. We also have maca. I'm sure you have heard this one. Maca is a root that now is commonly used in a powder form and it's considered a superfood. It has many, many benefits, not only talking about aphrodisiacs. Um, maca has been called for many years the Peruvian Viagra, Viagra, since it has shown to enhance sexual desire, both in animals as in humans. And of course, we couldn't miss their red ginseng. It has to be the red one. It's commonly used in Chinese medicine and it has proved after several studies that it might improve sexual arousal and help in erectile dysfunction. It's not a universal rule, I repeat. I'm sure you're thinking, what about red wine? Well, remember that alcohol is a sexual depressant. You might feel excited and easily aroused when you're drunk, but your body will not respond the same way. If you keep it to a couple of glasses of red wine, then you should be fine. Then we will have a little bit of the hot and the sweat that we were talking about with the spicy food. In conclusion, ladies and gentlemen, we can say that some chemicals in food will act on your brain playing tricks, just like sex does, and this is why there might be an association, but it doesn't mean that some foods will encourage you to have sex. Anyway, just remember, always the biggest aphrodisiac of them all is the talk, the company, the way that you and your partner share food and the ambience that you create around this food. This is Italia Rodriguez. It has been a great pleasure talking about aphrodisiacs and sex this time. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to contact me. I am in all the social medias and of course, justforcybrates.com, which is our great blog. Thank you so much once again, Cyberit, and keep posted for the next episode of Just for Cyberits.